0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 202.
1: Always stay true to yourself, do with a passion, and never give up. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts.
0: Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. State of the art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at geniuschargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today I am so excited to introduce a very special guest, Hank Holzheimer. Hank, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: I got my racing helmet on, yes.
0: Alright. I love it when guests come prepared. That's great. Hank is calling in today all the way from Munich, Germany. Hank Holzheimer is a designer and artist with a strong focus on conceptual thinking and idea generation. With years of experience as concept manager for the Lego Group, and through collaboration with partners such as IDO, Audi, BMW, and others, his automotive design competencies derive from a lifelong passion for car design. Hank lectures at art and design universities and curates art events and exhibitions, and in 2010, he published a book titled "Constructed Styles: Lego Bricks in Urban Art." His automotive artwork and design has been displayed in museums, in magazines, galleries, and private collections. And in 2005, he was commissioned to create a poster for the Concorde Elegance at Via de Este. Hank lives in Munich, Germany, where he continues to create automotive art and design today. So, Hank, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment? And share a little bit more about your history, your career, your interests, and of course your passion for automobiles.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I grew up in in Germany. However, I'm I'm born in Holland, but my parents moved very quickly to to Germany because my father he uh, he got a job at uh, General Motors Europe uh, for as a designer and. Uh, so uh, basically, I grew up in an area full of uh, cars and, you know, surrounded by car uh, factories and and uh, was always uh, living in uh, with the neighbors. We were all working for General Motors as well. And, you know, I grew up in this area and um, I was always, you know, inspired by just the cars around me and the stories behind it. And. And uh, so that it was kind of a given that um, I was going to study something with cars at some point and yes. uh, had some good friends who I still have friends with as a small child and now grown up and uh, we still meet now and then now and, then and uh, we think about the nice times, you know, the the the, the car parking in front of the house that were full of, of colors. Nowadays, it's all black and silver, but in yeah. those days, <laughs> the 70s, it was all full of full of strange colors, and so I remember those times very well, and um, that has influenced, of course, my my career wish, and because my father is a car designer, I also aspired to be the same. Yes. And uh, so before, after school, before studying, I thought it was a good idea to do something more practical and with my hands, and um, I became a a wood modeler, also working for Opel in in the design department. So I've been doing an apprenticeship for three years, uh, working at Opel, doing building mock-ups and prototypes of uh, design models for, for General Motors Europe. Wow, fun. So that was, that was already like the preparation for the further career. And then I uh, decided to, to go into studying uh, transportation design. And uh, that I did in Pforzheim in which is the, the only school in Germany where you can do uh, automotive design. I was very lucky to get uh, the the placement there. It's like three hundred people apply for it, and it's only like six, six or seven are taken every year. So, wow. well prepared. I did, of course, a lot of drawing exercising before going there, and also the the, the skill of, of being able to make models helped me also to get that um, the place. And then uh, I went to I moved to Forsheim to study car design, and uh, actually it was a fantastic time where. I learned a lot about um, about the whole development process of a car, and uh, not only the exterior, also the in- interior and the manufacturing processes. Everything that's behind it, also the, yes. the challenges that engineers have, and the the marketing side. And I did a lot of different uh, nice uh, projects there. I Did something a sponsored project for Mercedes. Which was an interior project, like a futuristic interior from Mercedes, and and I did an internship at BMW. I moved a half a year or eight months to Munich, to here where I live now, and to, Um to to do this um, uh, internship where I was able to do a great uh, full size car, uh, and also work on the on the Rolls Royce Phantom. Oh wow! I did a couple of nice uh, experience there. And, uh, well, and then um, I was, uh, when I finished studies, I was hired by Lego because they needed a car designer who was able to, to add some shapes to the blocky style because they were suddenly doing the Star Wars spaceships. Oh, yeah. The car designer for this. And uh, so they hired me and I was thinking, well, that sounds fun. Let's do it for a year. Yeah. And uh but I ended up doing this for 14 years because it was <laughs> such, a nice, uh, such a nice job. And, yeah. And of course, alongside, I've always been very, very passionate about cars. So I've been drawing cars all over since my childhood, basically. That never stopped. Yeah. So that followed me kind of all my life long. And and uh, now has the time has arrived where I want to do a bit more of this and turn it really into a profession, so I stopped my career at Lego and be uh, self-employed and still do some design for, for companies and also car industry. Mm-hmm. But um, now I have actually a bit more time to, to develop um, the, the artistic side of me.
0: Very cool. What a one wonderful journey, especially for a car enthusiast, to get to play with designing cars and play with Legos, <laughs> which are yeah. fantastic. I think my kids had some of those Star Wars Legos that you worked on. My son, a student of industrial design at RISD, and uh, just did a project for Lego. So he's very excited to know I'm talking with you today. Sounds like a wonderful journey. As we continue on your path, I always like to start with a success quote. And this is something that is a saying that has some meaning to you in your life. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Hank, take the wheel.
1: Yeah, well, my success chord is, is always follow your passion because um, if you do something that you really like to do, uh, um, it's more likely that you are successful with it. And And in my case, it's classic cars and, and art, and uh, it's basically combining these two worlds, so classic cars and making art with classic cars.
0: Well, perfect, and that's what Cars Yeah is all about. I love it because I get to talk to people who've combined their passion for cars into their vocation. And you've done that your whole life, and now you're drawing. I found out about you online at uh, Petrolicious, the website, where they had posted some of your beautiful charcoal drawings and works, and I had the owner of Petrolicious on Cars Yacht as a guest. So um, it's fantastic that we finally connected here. Would you share with me a story that instigated your passion for cars? This is a time in your life when you really knew that you were a true blue car guy.
1: Yeah, it comes, of course, from my dad. Well, he took me all over all all the time to any car event around Europe and not only about classic cars, also many events with, with new cars, with the Frankfurt Motor Show, Geneva Motor Show. All the different shows he he went on went to for his profession as well. He I I got to travel with him and and uh, Nürburgring just to see some races there. Just fantastic oh, wow. uh, stuff and and um, also my 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 car my dad is a is a collector of car brochures and every year when I was a child we we did in the summer holiday we did camping in some nearby some cities and my dad had made a plan of uh, of the whole city where are the car dealers. So we went bicycling to all the different car dealers and collected car brochures. And, and so we had, we built up a, an amazingly big uh, uh, collection of car brochures. So every time we came back with hundreds of new brochures. And, and this is kind of something that, that has followed me still. I'm still collecting and still still uh, looking at all the different uh, ways of how these catalogs are made. and And then also seeing the ones from the past, especially the ones from... The pre-war and also from the 1950s and 60s, they are all drawn, and they have these nice drawings. And instead of photos, they have they have nice artwork in them. And that has inspired me so much that I also wanted to do something in this direction. And I think that that is where it comes from.
0: Oh, absolutely! What a wonderful way to combine your childhood with your summer vacations with your passion. Your dad was a very wise guy, I think, and uh, very fun. Hank, what I would like to do now is look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood, as I always say, and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you've faced in your life or your career. And the reason I like this question is not so much because you had a challenge, but how you overcame it and what you learned from the experience.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, learning to draw is definitely something that is very very can be difficult, and especially if you have something in your mind that you really want to achieve, but your skills are not there yet to to get it. It's something you have to practice over and over again, and and uh, I think that's something that is is a big has been a big challenge, and 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 I I have to be honest, it is still every every time I make a new drawing, it is still a challenge again. And especially when you when you work like me with charcoal, it's some it's a technique which, which don't it's not allowing mistakes. Yes. So um so it's something with, with oil or with acrylic or so with acrylic paint you can you can paint on top of it, but with charcoal on white paper it's something that's there and you cannot erase it and so you have to be concentrated and, and think about this picture before you start it and so every every drawing I do is is a journey with ups and downs, and sometimes it becomes a failure as well, and I have to start over again and so these these moments I think every drawing is 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 a challenge and is a journey with ups and downs sure and that's and that's something that with the computer industry uh with using uh computers you you have the undo button yes. and uh something <laughs> that you don't have when you work on paper with charcoal. So I still have to be, you know, I also work digital sometimes, but when I go back to paper, I have to remind myself, you know, this is without an undo button.
0: Yes. uh, I think some of us sometimes wish we had an undo button with what we say sometimes when we say something that we wish we hadn't said. But uh, your story is really interesting to me because I've had many artists here on Cars Yeah, and one of the charcoal drawings you did of a Jaguar XKE is just beautiful, and this artist said those cars are so hard to draw because there's so many curves and to draw them well. And he talked about when the car was re- originally designed, it was not drawn. It was hammered out of metal because they couldn't even draw it before they created it. So um, uh, kudos and bravo to you for the work you've done, especially in charcoal. I've worked in charcoal in my past, a very difficult medium to work in. So beautiful, beautiful work. Let's Thank shift. You. You're welcome. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I would love for you to share an aha moment that you had in your career. And this is a time when you realized that a direction or an idea that you had or a concept was really going to be successful. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into your success.
1: Well, I think when I started drawing cars and charcoal, that was something new. I was, drawing, I was doing airbrush. I was doing uh, all kind of techniques marker and but at the age of 17 I think it was around that I started doing uh, charcoal uh, drawings inspired by Carlo de who was an artist in the 5th 1950s and I saw his drawings and I was fascinated and uh, to just try out this technique and I did some of these drawings and put them up on the wall and and I uh, didn't expect uh, the reactions so were like people started talking about it the neighbors were like wow this is amazing and so, at some point, my my father went to car exhibitions with his own drawings and paintings to, to exhibit, and he he proposed to to just take some of my drawings as well and exhibit them and see how people will react to them. And so he took them, and uh, at some point, well, he he returned and he didn't return with drawings. He came, but he came back with money. So all right. So, there was, was something like, oh, wow, I did was completely unexpected. I was not thinking they were that good, but uh, apparently people loved it. And, and um, I, I recognized there's something in this. So I continued to do this technique. And yes. Oh. It was basically, aha moment. Yeah. Fantastic. Career, yeah.
0: Yes, that is absolutely fantastic. I love that. You've probably had many proud moments in your career, but is there one in particular you can share with us that was your perhaps most proud?
1: Yeah, yeah. The proudest moment that was, um, I always, always wanted to do a poster for a car event. And, uh, so I was just, uh, with one of the exhibitions, I was uh, presenting my artwork and then, um. BMW came approached me to um, and asked me if I could do uh, the poster for the um, Concorde Villa Dest in mm-hmm. Italy, which is uh, basically the equivalent of the Pebble Beach Concorde in, yes. in the US. And uh, so I was blown away with with this proposal. I was like, "Oh wow, that's from from zero to to everything, basically." Zero
0: to hero, as we like to say. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, that was I was completely amazed with this uh, opportunity, and uh, and uh, so I was um, doing some artwork for them and uh, went forth and back, and we I we had to do a lot of changes on this poster. You know, they wanted like special the different cars on there and with special angle, and it was quite a job. But um, at the end, it was amazing. I was so proud when actually I went I went to the event. I drove to Italy. I was able to exhibit there as the as the only artist on the event, which is also a unique opportunity. Yes. And um, and then I, you could see all over town there were the posters with my drawing, and the judges and all the all the visitors had the catalog in their hands with with the cover with my with my drawing on on the front, and just that was that was such a fantastic moment of pride.
0: Oh, you all bet. Well, congratulations. That is such a spectacular event. And to be chosen to exhibit there and be the featured artist, yes, I can see why that was a really exciting experience for you. Fantastic. Let's have a little fun here. What was your first really special car? And if you could share a memory that you had with that vehicle?
1: Yeah, my first special car. uh, Three years ago, I um I went to a classic car dealer in the Netherlands and I was actually looking for uh, for an older Mercedes, a uh, Mercedes uh, 560 SE, it's an S-class from the 19 from 1980s. And um I really love this car and you know it's, it symbolizes for me this the peak of 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 German engineering, the sustainability of it, uh, the quality that's in there. And still elegant and beauty, uh, beautiful engineering. It's every detail is fantastic in in that car. So I f- I found that car in in the Netherlands in, uh at the classic car dealer, and uh, it was in the winter. So I keep, I bought it and then it needed to be delivered to Munich, which is about eight hours uh, trip down down the road. And so I I didn't want to drive it myself in the winter, and it it was delivered by a truck. Mm-hmm. So I was really anticipating the moment when the car arrived, and I was already looking out of the window, and, I could, and then I could see the trailer coming with uh, with a couple of cars on, on on there. But the whole trailer was it was everything. All the cars on it were white, and I was like, okay, this this must be wrong. This is not my car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, it came closer, and then I saw my car on there, also white, and I was like, oh my god, what's happening here? And uh, I went out there, and uh, the truck driver he got got out of the truck, and he apologized a lot, and he said yes, he had to drive through Switzerland to deliver some rally cars as well, and uh, on the way um, he had to drive through different tunnels in the winter, and it was always the chalk uh, tunnels and and with uh, with salt and everything, oh, and flashed no. uh, up the car, and it, every all the cars, everything was white on it.
0: Oh no! I was
1: like completely <laughs> disappointed and and uh, a bit angry and uh, so I, I brought the car to the next car wash you know right after that and yeah hoping that uh, you know it was very very <laughs> it was just a, a very emotional moment and then I was like oh you can't drive this beautiful car through the car wash that's not you you have to wash this car by hand by and hand yeah Uh, But uh, it was winter time, so the the hand wash uh, area was not open. And so I I had to drive it through the car wash. And it was a terrible moment for me. But, of course, it came out superbly nice and clean.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can see why you would be upset at that. I had a a past friend who bought a car, a convertible uh, Chevelle SS. And it was supposed to be delivered in an enclosed trailer. But they brought it in an open trailer. And it rained on the way, and the truck driver didn't have the common sense to put the top up. So the car got rained inside. And Oh, oh yeah. So, oh, geez. Well, sounds like oh. a beautiful car. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle that you've owned, that you've sold, that you really wish you could have back?
1: Not really, but um, a couple of years ago, I had a Mini Cooper um, from 2003, so the the new Mini Cooper, basically, and uh, that car has always been fun. And um, I'm kind of thinking about uh, it. It would be nice, actually, to have um, to have an original Mini, the, yes. the original from the 1960s. I love, I love, just love the the simplicity of it, and also the interior, just with one clock in the middle. And right, that car would be a nice car to um, to add to the collection.
0: Oh yes, yeah, those little Mini Coopers are great. They're 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 fun cars. We've owned a couple of the newer Mini Coopers, but I had a friend in college who had one of the originals, and he took me for a ride up this windy road. Scared me to death. <laughs> that little yeah. car just stuck to the road. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. How about current projects? Is there a project you're working on right now that really has you excited
1: and fired up? Yes, yes. Since, uh, since I have a bit more time for my artwork, and I've been drawing uh, cars with, in black and white for 20, more than 20 years now, um, now, as the time has come to to um, try different techniques, so and that that is the, the very exciting part of it, to go into other techniques, um, but keep my own style or develop still my own style because I have been continuously developing my style with the black and white drawings, but I want to now uh, further also add different techniques and and but with the same and keeping my and developing my own style. Uh, be it with um with oil or with um maybe with watercolor or it can even be a sculpture. I also I uh, would like to try to do some sculptural stuff.
0: Oh, very nice. Well, we look forward to seeing those on your website. That sounds very exciting. I've had several automotive artists here on Cars, yeah, including Richard Petruska and Stan Wanless. Now, here's a very introspective question for you
1: Hank. If you were a car
0: what kind of car would you be and why yeah.
1: yes yes um i would certainly be a car that um that it takes a bit longer to to fire up and to uh, to warm up but uh, when it runs it 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 will run extremely well so i could imagine being uh an older Le Mans car which um an endurance racing car maybe oh yeah, yeah? But that's also the way how i work it's it takes me very long to 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 start up something, but when i i run it I run and then it- I can go for twenty four hours and that's also way the way how I do a drawing sometimes it there's then I don't stop it it's just getting the drawing on paper and then it can it can i can do it for twenty four hours and just setting up the whole thing maybe some i add some details later on but um it's just that
0: very exciting yeah. I love that answer I love that question because especially when people answer it honestly like you did about how you perceive yourself and who you are. So I think it's pretty cool to be a Lamal racer. Very cool indeed. Well, Hank, we're about to enter the last lap, but before we do, here's a word from our sponsor and Cars guest, Dwight Knowlton. Carpe Vm, Seize the road. It's the motto at carpegear.com, where you'll find the little red racing car an award-winning book written and illustrated by passionate car guy Dwight Knowlton. It's a spectacular way to introduce children to the love of cars. It's an inspirational award winner, and Yahoo Autos calls it the best kid's car book ever. Plus, it's printed in the USA. I may be an adult, but this kid loves the little red racing car. Dwight is finishing a second book in collaboration with Sir Sterling Moss about the story of his record-breaking win of the 1955 Mille milia. Check out Dwight's Carpe Vien brand, where you can find his book, shirts, and more that embrace his seize the road philosophy. Enjoy Carpe Viam at Carpegear.com, and be sure to sign up for his newsletter while you're there. That's Carpegear.com, C-A-R-P-E Gear.com. Okay, Hank, we're entering the last lap, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So, are you ready to go? Yes. All right. What is the best automotive advice you've
1: ever received? That must come from my mom, I guess, and that is uh, even the greatest car is, is a dangerous car as well. So, Drive carefully.
0: Yes, that sounds like something a mom would say. <laughs> Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success?
1: Um, that is believe in yourself and follow your own route.
0: Very nice. Do you have a resource that you would share with the Cars Yow listeners that you're really fond of? This could be a website or it could be a blog, a supplier or even a person.
1: Oh sure, yeah. I I love actually watching uh, Jay Leno's Garage or uh, his book club as well. There's a website, a Swiss website called Swiss and Gas, uh, which means double clutch. Um, and very nice archive with automotive uh, literature, classic driver also, and of course um, my own blog where I write about the aesthetics of of car design.
0: Yes, Thanks. absolutely. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful, great. And how about a book? Is there a book that you've read in the past that you think the Carjao listeners would really enjoy?
1: Yes, yes. I just received the uh, the book. I just bought it. Uh, it's the Saucic, um book. It's the coach about the coach builder Sauchik. Oh, okay. It's a massive book. It's by um, it's by um, Peter Larson,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it's it's basically three books. Uh, a massive piece of of art art book basically you know, with nice nice drawings and uh, he had now to do a fourth part of the book because they recently found one of the the lost cars in that uh, French collection
0: yes yeah yeah that a magnificent
1: French collection
0: in fact I think did you take some pictures there did you go there and take some photographs
1: Yes, I went to the Retromobile where the auction was. So I attended okay. the auction of the okay. of the Bayon okay. collection.
0: Yeah, I saw some of your photographs on your blog. So very beautiful. Absolutely great. Well, listeners, you can find links to these resources that Hank has shared with us at com slash Hank holzheimer, And his last name is H-O-L-S-H-E-I-M-E-R. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars, Hank?
1: Yes, I'm, I'm really interested in, in fine art, so I really enjoy going to museums and visiting exhibitions and get inspired.
0: Well, living in Europe, you have access to so many incredible museums that are so close by. You're very, very fortunate to be able to just hop on a train and be in Paris or anywhere and see some museums. Yes, uh, very fortunate indeed. All right, Hank, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy for some people. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the cost because today I'm going to pay for the car, but you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with, so that little trick is off the table. What would that one vehicle be? And more importantly, why would you choose that
1: vehicle? Uh, well, that is, there must be an Alfa Romeo 6C or 8C from the late 1930s. Those beautiful cars—they have um, basically, basically racing engines and with fantastic uh, body design. For example, by Touring bodywork, uh, I, I saw one in, uh, in the Villa des Concours driving by. I've seen there's many cars uh, driving past, but and they're all superbly elegant and, and fantastic, nice, beauty, beautiful shapes. But this car is not only beautiful, also the sound it makes and just everything about it is, It's an intimidating car, fantastic car.
0: Yes, I've been lucky enough. I've got a friend up here in the Northwest who has one. It's actually a car that won um, several Concours events. It's been at Via De Este at 8C. And I've got to crawl around that car. I got to spend a whole day photographing that car. And, oh, they're magnificent. Yes, and coincidentally, a guest I just interviewed two days ago, Steve Mole, who's a restoration specialist in Oakland, California. He chose one of those as his favorite car as well, so they're really spectacular cars. Well, Hank, you've taken me on a great ride today, and I've so enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with me and the CarJow listeners Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Alpha 8C?
1: Always stay true to yourself and uh, do what you do with a passion and never give up.
0: Ah, Great advice. And what's the best way for our listeners to find you, to see the work that you're doing, and explore all the things you're getting involved
1: with? The best way is to uh, visit my uh, website, which is um, holzheimer.de. Yeah, you can see my drawings and, and uh, artwork. Great. And uh, if you're interested in uh, in the beauty of cars and coachwork design, then go to hankshood.com. Awesome. Well,
0: we'll make sure that we put links to those sites up on your show notes page. And listeners, you can just go to carsyad.com, put Hank, H-E-N-K, into the search box. His show notes page will pop right up, and you can find links to all these. And I encourage you to go... See what he's doing because it's just absolutely beautiful. Beautiful work. I love what you're up to. Thank you, Hank, for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.